Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome along to Going Greyhounds. What a week we've got ahead of us this Saturday night. The Tabmian Dollar Chase. It's been a long wait. It's it's been around twenty months since the last Million Dollar Chase was run and won by Handsome Prince. Of course, this was the postponed Million Dollar Chase uh, from September last year. So. The wait is finally over, it's here, and it's going to be a, a terrific night at Wentworth Park this Saturday night. To join us, first up off the bat, we have Greyhound Racing New South Wales Chief Executive Officer, Tony Mestroff. Good morning to you, Tony. Hello, mate. How are you? Good? Yeah, I'm going well. Uh, how about yourself? Busy, mate. Busy. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine a big announcement from, from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Can you tell the listeners out there that announcement this morning? Yeah, sure, Matt. Um, there's a big announcement today. Obviously, um, we've had a really busy week and we're working hard towards Saturday, but not only the connections of Greyhounds um, will have an opportunity in the Tab Million Dollar Chase to walk out with a million dollars, but someone that goes on Saturday night, buys a ticket um, worth $20 at the gate, can go into the draw to win a million dollars. So um, you're guaranteed to win $10,000. Um, you'll select from 100 envelopes and there'll be a one envelope with a million dollars. So a really good promotion by Greyhound Racing New South Wales, and hopefully it entice people to get there. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a big character to dangle in front of people to, to build a crowd, a, a pretty much a one in 100 chance to to win, to win a million dollars. Not only will the winner of the race win a million dollars, but a lucky participant also has that chance. And, you just never know. It might be someone that's that's never been to the Greyhounds before, and and then you've got someone hooked for life. So, yeah, I'm sure that'll be that'll be huge on on Saturday night. I also just wanted to ask you about the the promotion that we've seen of the Million Dollar Chase uh, through the Maddie John Show on on Fox League. How how big has that been for you? Of course, we've seen Ryan Fetch, Fletcher and Nathan Highmarsh at a couple of meetings are at Bulleye a few weeks ago, and of course at Wentworth Park last Friday night. So, how big has that sort of cross promotion been uh, from Greyhound Racing's New South Wales perspective? Yeah, we had a huge announcement yesterday that um, Greyhound Racing New South Wales will be partnering with Fox League. Um, you know, in the past we've worked with the NRL, and it's been highly successful from a results point of view, particularly from a wagering point of view. Um, we've seen Heine and Fletch out there. Um, doing some great stories. I'm going to bully, as you said, and Wendy Saturday night. And that, that crossover of fans um, is about 90% between both sports, Matt. So I think it's highly important. We've also got Ryan Pappenhausen, um, the Melbourne fullback, who's not only a great player on the field, but a terrific person off the field. He also, you know, assists with that league connection. And he owned a dog and he, and he rehomed it to his Richmond flat. So it's a great example for the industry and for people out there of actually what we're doing um, in Greyhound Racing New South Wales, the racing to rehoming component. So all in all, it's a, a pretty good association, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Having that, uh, I guess, that mainstream um, sporting identity or even it doesn't need to be a sporting identity, just that mainstream identity to to be working with the sport is, is only a, a positive, I would have thought. As far as the race is concerned, it's a, it's a terrific field lined up. Do you have any thoughts for the listeners out there on who do you think will win the Million Dollar Chase this weekend? 
Man, I'm not one to tip. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 can we bet here at Graham Race in New South Wales? But look, there's some there's some great stories in this race, and um, you know, as as you know, you got to be in it to win it. There's a there's a pretty uh, short price favourite. Um, she's a pearl who's going for twelve races in a row um, with Jodie and Andy Law. You know, ran twenty nine thirty um, on Friday night, so it's going to be tough to beat. But look, um, you know, anything can happen in this race, and um, Look, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to see uh, one of those battlers win. Um, I think it's great for the sport. We saw obviously Zambides. Um, it was reserve on Friday night, and that was the last dog in. A great story, you know, with Christos Aleros. He's a he's a concreter. Um, he's a part time trainer. So that would be a, a fantastic story. Of course, you've got Jack Smith. Um, he's a stalwart of the sport with Irinka Riley, who previously had Feral Frankie. So I just love a great race on. Um, for the fans on Saturday night, um, you know, someone will walk away with a million dollars with a beaming smile, some owners and trainers. But I want a safe race and, uh, you know, let's see someone that wins that um, puts a smile on their face. So I'm really open. And look, we, I suppose I'll say this last year, it's great for the sport to have a champion. Um, she's a pearl. I think it's great for the sport. Um, and she probably deserves to win. Um, and it'll be a, a, a real pin-up girl for the uh, the industry as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and from your perspective as CEO, of course, it's been a, a long while since we've had a million dollar chase with obviously last year's COVID uh, lockdown causing the sort of the postponement of last year's series. From from your perspective, what does it mean as CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales to have uh, a million dollar to the winner race? And, and then you, I know you just touched on it then, but to see the, the, the thrill that it gives a, a participant that is fortunate enough to win the race. Yeah, sure. I, I think it's the whole atmosphere. I want, I'd love people to taste Greyhound Racing at Wetworth Park. It is a real amphitheatre. Um, as as the the bunny rolls, as they say, or you say, um, the bunny comes around to the the starting box and the crowd starts to cheer before that. And that's really what it's all about. We had six thousand three hundred odd in two thousand and nineteen, the million dollar chase. We want to build on that. We want to get people back to the track. That's part of the promotion map. Um, to get people there, but to, just to see the excitement, there'll be a whole bunch of owners there for She's a Pearl, so that'll make it exciting. But all in all, really want people to come and taste the atmosphere um, and what we're all about. And this is obviously our best race of the year, it's the world's richest great race, so why not come and see that and um, have a look at the atmosphere? is truly phenomenal, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't been to a, a million dollar chase, so I can't wait to just to see what the the night is like there this Saturday night, and I'm sure from from what people have told me, it's it's going to be something pretty special. And of course, we've got another one coming up in September. Will the promotion be quite similar, or is there are you going to look at doing something a little bit different for that September series? Yeah, it's something we we really haven't talked about, Matt. But definitely, we want to, as I said before, want to get people back to the track and back to Wenty to experience the million dollar chase. So we really want to build on that. Um, we haven't really spoke about September, but as you all know, it's always continuously improvement with our organisation. This works, um, and people do get to the track. We do get a good crowd. Then we'll definitely look at it, um, doing this again, and that's what it's all about. There's, you know, obviously our wagering product has been terrific, but we want people to sample the Tab Million Dollar Chase and um, and get people back to the track as well. So hopefully if, uh, if this works, we'll definitely be replicating it later in the year, but we've also got other ideas, um, which will surprise many. I don't want to let that the, uh, the hat out of the bag, but we've got other 
um, promotions or events that could that could assist as well, which is on the table. So it's quite exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It sounds exciting. Well, I'll let you go. I'm sure you're very busy this week. Thanks for coming on this morning and chatting all things Million Dollar Chase this week. And one lucky spectator has a chance of winning $1 million. All the best for the week, Tony, and I'll catch up with you Saturday night. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate your support. There's Tony Mestroff, CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, making the announcement this morning that a spectator at Wentworth Park this Saturday night will have a one in 100 chance of winning $1 million. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we chat with Peter Lagogiani, a two-time winner of the Million Dollar Chase. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. We're joined by Peter Lagogiani. Doesn't he know how to to win the million dollar chase? He doesn't have a representative this year, so I'm sure he can just sit back and enjoy it. Good morning to you, Peter. G'day, Matt. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Uh, I, I would assume a little bit less stressful week leading into a million dollar chase this year without a runner. Uh, mate, we tried. <laughs> we certainly tried. Uh, we've made the consolation this year, so um, you know, kudos to the girl model talking. You know, so we weren't good enough. To come up against, I think the the, the million dollar chase favourite, she's a pearl, and she was just too good on the night. Yeah, she was. She was exceptional there Saturday night. How has modern talking come through that run, and and your thoughts on her chances this week in the consolation? <laughs> Funny enough, we've drawn box seven in the in the final, which has been pretty lucky to us and for us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, she's, she's pulled up enormous, so she's looking forward to Sunday, so are we. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you are. And yeah, Box 7, it's it's quite an affinity for you in the mid-off chase, isn't it, with both of your winners coming from, from Box number 7. Uh, Robotnik, you'll have go around in the, the Bob Payne sprint. He was outstanding, winning his, his heat the other night. How's he pulled up from, from that performance? Yeah, brilliant, Matt. Yeah, look. He surprised us, but didn't shock us. You know, um, he he finally began, and look, he's a he's a young dog, he's a young beast dog with a motor. Um, he's just got to find his way around the two turns and and you know learn that craft. And um, you know, I think I think he'll make the grade as as time goes on. And Saturday night, he's drawn the middle of the the field. There is a little bit of speed uh, underneath of him. What were your thoughts on the draw? He did want to use a bit of the track the other night. Is is that something that it's it's not too much of a worry that middle box? Yeah, look, Matt. You know, you know a lot of, a lot of you know old timers will tell us that uh, box five is probably one of the best boxes on the park because you, you're going straight to the first turn. So, look, it, it's all in the jump with him. You know, as we know, it's his style of racing, his, his pattern of racing, where he does want to use a bit of the track. Um, Look, as long as he begins and stays out of trouble, you know he's got a he's got a whirlwind finish. He really does. I think he went half a length off uh, French Martini, you know, in the run home, and she and she had the fastest run home of of, of the program on Sunday night. So, uh, you know, in saying that, he just needs clear running, and he, he needs to be second or third to have any chance of winning it. Yeah, it's a it's a very good race. Who do you consider the the main dangers? Uh, Mate, the, to... whole, <laughs> the whole the whole lot of them, you know. Uh, the, the exceptional dogs get in that field, um, as, as all do finals, you know. Luck plays a big part in finals and uh, generally not the best dog or the fastest dogs win, win these finals. But, um, look, it just depends on who, who's sitting first and who's sitting second. I think the, the, the two leaders, um, you know, I think we'll fight it out. 
Yeah, for sure. And it's a, it's a race where a couple of the favourites are drawn the inside, but also those there's some others in the market that have drawn off the track as well. So it's a terrific race, very, very wide open race. So I'm sure if he can do what he did on Saturday night in his heat, he'll be right in the, the finish. And you just mentioned French Martini. We'll see her go round uh, in the, the ladies' bracelet. You must have been thrilled with, with her performance there on Saturday night. Yeah, as I said, she brought a provincial form to town. Um, look, she's trolled exceptional um, around the Wentworth Park circuit, as she does any circuit we take her to. So this bitch has really got a motor. Um, you know, she gets clear running. She gets fresh air in the first 20 metres. You know, uh, look, I'm not saying too much, but, you know, it'll take a real good bitch to beat her, you know, on Saturday night. So that's all she needs, a bit of fresh air early. Yeah, and... Uh, she she's drawn box five as well, so it's probably a, a similar sort of case with with her as Robotnik jumped well and just try and get a bit of clear running in that first twenty meters as you just mentioned. And if if she can get that, you think she'll be right in the race? Yeah, well, Matt, all the speeds underneath her. You know, I think the the genuine leader in the race will be Frankie Hurst's pitch uh, ties that bind. Um, you know, but again, her 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 run home. Um, if you take that on board from Saturday night, I'm sorry, um, yeah, from Saturday night, um, her run home was just exceptional. So on that track, so she's just got to be, you know, like I said, clear running. If sitting second, you know, she'll be running down the straight all over them. Yeah, the, the, having a look at it, I thought my mate Kate ties that bind were probably the two, and although ties that bind can be a little hit or miss at the start, so I thought if you could get to to third outside of those two. Yeah, she'd be. She'd certainly be. She'd be right in the race. There's no question about that. Yeah, she look. She's run the sections in her trials, so we know she's got it early. It's just about box rise putting it together. They look. They, these these dogs are young. They're still learning. They're very green. Um, they'll learn the craft of racing once they do. You know, we, we, I think we'll see something special in the next six months with French Martini. Yeah, very good. And and of course, it's Million Dollar Chase Week. You've won the race twice. Just tell our listeners what winning the Million Dollar Chase. Is like and, and and how has it changed your life? Well, you've hit that on the head, mate. It is life changing. Um, you know, look, we, we consider ourselves backyard trainers, and uh, you know, obviously, I had a stint overseas, and 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 that sort of brought me to to the front of, of greyhound racing and training, and uh, and then coming back and winning the million dollar chase, it it, it changes. It, it it doesn't, mate. It hasn't changed who we are. It just changes the way we do things um you know uh you know people are ringing me up for advice you know i'm still ringing people up for advice you know on how to do things and you you never stop learning in this game and um mate it's you know who would have thought we'd be racing for a million dollars in australia who would have thought we'd be you know at at the forefront of of um of greyhound racing in the world um you know kudos to to tony mestrov and his team who have done an exceptional job you know Bring greyhound racing back to the top in 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 the in the elite sport of of, of racing. So, um, you know, we're we're second to the thoroughbreds now, you know, and they they've got the Everest and the the Eagle and all that. And, you know, we've got the Phoenix now too. So, but willing them to answer your question, mate, winning the million dollar chase, um, it 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 just makes you, you know, makes you feel good about what you do, and and it, and it brings that 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 feeling that hey, I'm doing something right in the in the sport I love. So. Mate, I'm, I'm, I've been very, very lucky to have some exceptional loners and, and to raise some exceptional dogs, you know, uh, with Mystic Wright, you know, we, we got her here as, as a, 
you know, as a throwaway from Melbourne, really. Um, you know, she did a few things wrong in Melbourne, and we had her here for over six months trying to get her right, and, and she just come right at the, at the right time. And, and Handsome Prince, well, you know, we purchased him because of his name. You know, who, who, wouldn't, who wouldn't like to race a dog called Handsome Prince? You know, yeah, and uh, as, as a laugh. And uh, but you know, for a very astute owner, Shaquille, and um, and yeah, and look, it, it it just paid off at the end. So, um, look, what it shows is that dreams do come true and miracles can happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're as famous for your celebration as as you are winning two million dollar chases. So. It's a hell of an effort, and it sounds like if the way you talk about French Martini, if she can continue to improve over the next six months, you might have another live shot uh, in September at the the second of the two thousand and twenty two million dollar chases. Mate, Matt, I'll tell you something. All roads lead to to Winnie on September October, and and you know this year. So, um, you know, I'm saying that with a smile on my face, mate. Because look, come Saturday night, there's there's eight chances, eight live chances. You know, uh, whether you're a 50 to one shot or a, or a six to four favourite, you've still got a chance of winning a million. And that one person is going to feel what we felt twice, you know, in our lifetime. And, uh, and it, it is, it's a remarkable, remarkable feeling. So, uh, yeah, mate, look, we're, we're looking at, we're looking forward to doing it again, uh, come, come into the year. And, uh, and, uh, let me tell you something, you know, it won't be lack of trying, you know, that we are uh, do achieve it or don't achieve it. Yeah, you, you certainly know that the, the formula to, to be able to achieve it and to be a brave man to suggest that you can't do it again. Well, good luck this weekend with your three chances, Robotnik, French Martini and Modern Talking. I'm sure if they peak like your other runners on Million Dollar Chase night, I'm sure they'll be right in the finish of their respective races. Thanks for the chat, Pete, and, and good luck Saturday. Thanks, Matt. Thank you very much. Good luck to everybody on Saturday. There we have Peter Lagogiani, who's prepared $2 million chase winners out of the three runnings of this race, so he certainly knows how to win the big feature. We'll head for a small little break. On the other side, we chat with Andy Lord, who trains She's a Pearl, the short price favourite in the million-dollar chase. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Our next guest, Andy Lord who trains the short price favourite Chisa Pearl in this week's Million Dollar Chase Grand Final. But not only does he have the short price favourite, he qualified two others, Coast Model and Doonan. Yeah, good morning to you. Firstly, I just wanted to say a uh, big congratulations to you on qualifying three runners for the Million Dollar Chase Grand Final this week. It's, a, it's an amazing achievement. Thank you very much. Firstly, we'll touch on Chisa Pearl. Obviously, we all know what she's been able to do over the past uh, four months since she's been in your care. She seems to keep getting better and better, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. You wonder where it's all going to end. But, you know, every week you go out, it doesn't sort of matter what box she gets. She just, she does go a little bit better each time. So even even when she sort of missed a kick and got in a bit of trouble in the egg final, she still found a way to win, so... Um, she's in a good place at the moment. Just hope she stays there, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Has she surprised you, the level that she has got to it? At the moment, she's she's kind of made herself unbeatable. As Obviously, she yeah, came to she you with, with really good form. Um, but she's I, think, just, I think she's surprised everybody. So. Yeah. You, know, she, you, don't, you sort of don't think they're going to keep doing what she's doing and, and get better as she goes along. So it's, it's yeah, it is a surprise. And you, you touched on this before, 
when's it all going to end? Do you, do you think she's at her peak or are you kind of not sure that she could keep... I don't think you know. I mean, a lot of people sort of seem to think they know when they're at their peak and they say two and a half, three-year-old. I just think, it, it, you know, all dogs are individual and um, she's got the will to win and she doesn't seem to be frightened of other dogs or if she cops a little bump every now and then. So I, I can't see her changing in any way. You know, I, I just think, I think she just, you know, she loves racing and, and you know, she, she could race today and, you know, unless you put a muzzle on her the next day, if I'm going to another meeting, she'll chew the gate. She'll want to go again the next gate, you know. Yeah, right. So she obviously wants to do it. Yeah, absolutely. She's got that competitive nature, I, I suppose. And she she doesn't really have a weakness, does she? She's she's so good early, and then I think the the I shouldn't say surprising factor. I guess her her strength at the back end of the race is is probably what's taken her to this new level. So. When she's so fast early, but she's running the same run home times as those that are chasing her, it's, it's making her impossible to run down, isn't it? It is, and that's you know, they, you know, any anyone that's been in dogs for a long time will tell you if you get a greyhound that can burn the candle at both ends, they're they're the true champions, and she's sort of doing that, and she has got a lot stronger over the last couple of months, and um, she just keeps seems to keep going at the same clip, you know, so. You couldn't. They're a dream dog to train. You just, you know, I've never had one before, and I've had thousands of dogs, and I've had a lot of good dogs, um, but I've never had one like her. She just, it's, it just seems a bit too easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's 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 probably a nice problem to have. Do you are you do you feel any pressure leading into the final this week, just for the sheer fact that she's so so, so short in the market, or is it just kind of business as usual and Whatever happens on Saturday night happens, and and if she performs to her best, she's going to be in the finish. That's right. We we don't feel any pressure at all. I mean, we do this for a living. We do it day in day out, and um, and I, I'd imagine that some people that get dogs like these, and then you know, you, like she's got to go up the straight tomorrow, and you know, a lot of people would probably be panicking and thinking, oh, should I put her up the straight? She might hurt herself. But we don't think like that. They just, it's normal routine for them and normal for us. And um, come race day, well, yeah, we hope we win. But, you know, but we've learned to get beat too. So it's not the be-all and end-all. I mean, she won the Easter egg. And if she can win this, it'll be a great bonus. And if she can't, well, we'll move on. Yeah, and you, you just mentioned the, the golden Easter egg. You and Jody didn't come uh, didn't come down for for that. Will you be trackside on on Saturday night? We're trying really hard to get there Saturday night, so we'll be there. Yeah, beautiful. I'm sure it'll be a special night if you're here, and she can win. You've also got two other qualifiers, Coast Model and Dune, and how have they come through their semi runs? And talk us through their chances on Saturday night. Yeah, they both come through really well, and I think. I think that Coast Models actually improved from the run. Um, look, she had a long run of outs where she was winning at other tracks, but not at Wentworth Park. She got a good bump on the corner there one night by her little brother. and It did affect her, and then she kept drawing outside boxes, and 
and she was sort of shying away a bit and we've changed nothing but I think when she won um, the start before last she got it was off the one box and she wasn't going to win they all run off the track and she got the run through and beat them easy but I think that gave her great confidence because then she drew the box eight last week and she did get clipped on the corner but she kept going and since then she sort of she thrived she's doing a few things like she was doing when she was younger and I give her a massive chance. I think if anybody makes a mistake and she's along that fence, because I don't think there's a dog that can run her down in front. She's so strong, you know, and she does have pace. Yeah, she uh, does. Berenden, well, he's a young pup. He's had 10 starts. If he's out in the eight box and he probably needs something to happen in the race where he's not he's not involved and gets to fly through somewhere, it's it's a big ask for a young dog like him, you know. Yeah, particularly from from that outside draw. But is is he a greyhound that's like you just touched on? He's only had the ten starts. He's making making a million dollar chase grand final. But is he a, a greyhound that's going to be more suited uh, in the in September when the the second of the two thousand and twenty two million dollar chases come around? Yeah, well, I, I you know I, I I did want to see him improve in the better grade before I sort of made a decision whether he was going to... Because, you know, when young dogs like him just go bang, bang, bang and win all their grades and all of a sudden they're in free-for-all, they've got to handle it. But he showed me that the last few weeks that he can handle free-for-all. And, you know, he's still got to grow up a little, a little bit more and, um, you know, he's still a bit of a pup in the head. And, but he's a good little chaser and, and yeah, he might he might be around for the next one. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he will be if he if he stays here. And you've got a number of other chances on on Saturday night. You got We Don't Share coming through the Maiden series. He just didn't have any luck in his in his heat last week, did he? No, and he'll he'll get a lot of benefit from that run because you know he, we've we've sort of give him a little bit of field experience. What we can, you know, up the straight, we put two dogs together and they run up and all that sort of stuff, but. We don't like putting our own dogs to compete against each other in four and five dog fields, and it's really hard to get that experience. Um, so I think he's going to improve a lot. And I think he's at this stage of his career, he's probably a 29-8 dog, um, which puts him in that race. He'd have to do everything right, but if he does, he'll be hard to beat. Yeah, 29-8 would certainly put him right into the race. Bandit Jane, you've got into the, the ladies' bracelet, drawn box four, but there's a bit of speed around her, so it, it, it might not be too bad of a box draw. She was very good winning winning her heat. She was strong yeah, late, wasn't she? Was. She probably should have won by a lot further, but um, she's she's very, very inexperienced. That was her first ever 520. She only had a post, post to post before that, and I think she might stay. Um, look, unless there's she goes straight to the lead or or there's a bit of a fan on the corner. I think she's probably a little bit out of a depth at this stage, but she is going to be a very nice dog later on. Yeah, well, that might be one to one to follow, particularly if she gets more experience at Wentworth Park. And, and Grimadara in the, the Bob Payne sprint, he's been able to find his best form at Wenny Park his last couple of starts, and from the inside draw, it's, it's going to take a brave man to be against him there on Saturday night, I would have thought. Yeah, well, he's a little brother to to um, the one we just spoke about. But he's a dog that has not shined, even though he's won his last couple at Wenny. I I can't believe he's not leading in his races. His first few at Goulburn, he was unleadable. And um, he's post-to-post time at Wenny. 
he re- I honestly think there's a 2960 run in him, and if he can get out early and um, find the lead, I think we'll see the real Grimadaro this week. Yeah, I remember when he first came to Wentworth Park, he'd won those three races at Goulburn, and you, you kind of thought he's just going to pin to the front, and if he's if anything, he's going to be vulnerable late. But then all of a sudden, he can't come to Wentworth yeah, Park, I knew and he, he was strong. But I I put him post to post it when he went twenty four seven eight on a slow night. That's a pretty fair run for a young dog. Yeah, um, I don't think I've had many do that first go, uh, and that's you know I just know the dog and. He's he's probably a runner too, showing his best and what he can really do. And, and again, he's really strong too. So the mother was a stayer and a good stayer. So yeah, um, no, I got high hopes for him, and I think he's got a massive chance. Yeah, uh, now that he's got that winning form at Wentworth Park, it's only going to help him. And and from that inside draw, he's going to be very hard to beat. Well, good luck this weekend. You've got a wonderful chance in She's a Pearl and the Million Dollar Chase. It would be a a, a fantastic win at Easter Egg and a million dollar chase in the space of a month that would take her to within grasp of the prize bunny record in Australasia with her only being $10,000 behind Fanta Bale. So it would be some story if she's a pearl can continue her winning form this week. Good luck, Andy, and I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a special night for you. Thanks very much. There we have Andy Lord talking about all his runners this week. He's got the $1.40 favourite in this week's Million Dollar Chase. We'll have for a small break, our last guest this morning uh, will be Andrew Weiss to talk about Crazy Olga. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Our last guest this morning is Andrew Weiss. He's got Crazy Olga going around in the Masters Meteor this Saturday night. Good morning to you, Andrew. Good morning. How are you going, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Crazy old goat in the Masters Meteor final this week. Talk us through how he's come through his run in the heat and and the feeling of, of having a runner um, not only in a race on Million Dollar Chase, but a feature race like the Masters Meteor where it's $100,000 first prize. Yeah, mate, it's a, um, definitely a hell of a feeling, that's for sure. You know, it's probably... Um... You know, definitely the biggest race of my career that I've ever been in. And um, to do it with a dog like him is um, just very special to us. He, he's more to us than, um, you know, the goat or the, the crazy fellow that he is at home. He's, um, you know, he's come through the week really well and he's just a, a professional everywhere he goes. Um, you know, it's an absolute thrill. And, um, yeah, I just love it every, every minute, of, minute of it at the moment, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And am I right in saying his nickname is Dorsey and he lives inside and is pretty much a pet that you you get out of the house and take into the races to race? No, very much so, yeah. So his um, kennel name is Dorsey, um, or for long is Dawson, but um, yeah, maybe say that once or twice a year. Um, yeah, he, he lives, at, um, lives on the couch. His kennel consists of a uh, two-seater, um, and that's it. So he's probably the, the best kennel in the world. He's, um, he's been a pet to us more so than a, a race dog, and he's just amazing. Um, you know, he's just the, the quietest dog, the, um, you know, just does everything right no matter where he goes, and it's just been a, a thrill to have him since, we've, since we got him um, just about two years ago now. Yeah, it sounds like he's living the the life of luxury, luxury there, with you guys. What 
if he were if he was able to cause an upset this week, he's he's currently the outsider in the, the market. If he caused the upset this week, what would that mean to you? Um, obviously, a young trainer and and to win a race like that and and kind of put you on the map. How much would that mean? Yeah, it means a lot to me. Um, uh, we put a lot of effort into it. Um, you know, myself and my partner Kira put a lot of effort into into Dawson. We only have one goal, um, and you know, we love him like a pet and. Um, you know, almost like a child, to be honest. He he does everything with us, and um, he is just a, a such a, a professional. He's done more for us than I could ever imagine, and it just means the world to us. Um, just for him, he's been through a lot. He's um, always tries his heart out. He, he's got a never say die attitude. You know, um, he came seventh, I think, in the the Masters um, final a couple of weeks ago from Box Eight, and, and ran home in like eleven seventy or something like that. So. He just never gives up, no matter where he is in the field. And um, for us to, to, you know, even be in the race is a massive achievement. If he was to cause an upset, would um, you know really, you know, bring tears to the eyes. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. And it would be a fairy tale result as well. And you just touched on he's the only greyhound that you have. Is there any plans in the future to to maybe expand the kennel and and look to do it more more professionally or you just content with with it being a hobby for now? Yeah, pretty content at the moment. Um, being a hobby at, at this stage, um, you know, still, you know, in, in my young years, that's for sure. So, um, you don't want to really focus on, um, you know, buying a house and stuff like that first before getting, um, you know, too crazily involved. But, um, you know, we've got Dawson at the moment. He, he's happy to live by himself or with another dog. And, um, you know, when the time comes, you know, I'm sure there'll be, Another another fur friend jumping in on the the equation. So, um, but yeah, at the moment, really happy with being a hobby, and um, you know, at the moment, it's a, pretty much a family affair. Um, we've got my family involved in with Dawson, and we've also got a couple of friends of ours, um, one in Sydney, and the rest are in Townsville. And my brother, who lives over in Canada, is involved in them as well. So. Um, Every time he races, it's always a big thrill for all of us, and it's just uh, you know a wonderful time. So yeah, yeah, that's a a terrific story, and I'm sure your brother will be tuned in on on it'll probably be Saturday morning in Canada. Would it when yeah, he when he races? Yeah, very, uh, very early for him, maybe about three a.m. Um, he always lets us know his commitment by sending us uh, photos of him awake at two a.m., three a.m. in the morning. So <laughs> he's always he always tunes in. He never misses it, mate. Never misses. Yeah, that's outstanding. Well, good luck this Saturday night. He is an outsider in the race, but you, you never know your luck. You, you're, you're a one in eight chance of winning the Masters Meteor this Saturday night. Yeah, definitely is, mate. So you've uh, got to be in it to win it. So hopefully we can get uh, get some luck and um, hopefully run the uh, race of his life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good luck, and I hope he runs well for you. Thanks very much, mate. Have a good week, mate. Yeah, will do. There's Andrew Weiss, who's got crazy old goat in the Masters Meteor and what a fairy tale story that would be if he was able to score there on Saturday night. Well, that wraps up Going Greyhounds for this morning. It's been a, a wonderful uh, episode. Uh, Tony Mestrov, Peter Lagosiani, Andy Lord, and Andrew Weiss. The podcast will be up uh, shortly. Enjoy the week. Me and Dollar Chase Saturday night at Wentworth Park. It's going to be a beauty. Until next time, take care and many winners.